BTF boys here, Issa and Kane. Today um, we're actually going to talk around uh, an educational piece on lockdown renovations. Um, Issa, in the break, we've seen uh, and we've actually heard from a lot of our uh, clientele around um, people uh, reaching out for finance on renovations of their home because they've spent a bit of time at home in the lockdown and realised there's things they want to change. Absolutely. I think when you put off those odd jobs for years because, and it can be years, for you know, for not finding the time. All of a sudden you start ticking off a few of those jobs and you're like, you know what, that's been pretty good. And all of a sudden you think, oh, maybe there are a few things we can do around the house because you must look at your house differently when you spend so much time in it and notice all those small discrepancies. So there's been a lot of people get in contact um, around minor renovations and things they want to improve on their own home. Definitely, like personally, um, you know, you spend seven weeks in your home, you think, oh, the flow of my home could work a bit better. Or, you know, we've looked at our kitchen and thought, well, the kitchen space is not um, probably the most desirable or usable for the area it is. We could actually redesign this and then push this to make an indoor-outdoor flow. Yeah, and like you must think that that's exactly it. And you think, think how much time you spent. Hey, if things change in the future, I don't think anyone is thinking everything's going to go back to absolute normal. Maybe we'll be spending more time in our homes. So, hey, let's you know, improve it and enjoy the living space that we're in. Absolutely. The number one um, uh, piece of feedback we're getting from our clients is that um, they have had to work from home because of lockdown. And um, maybe they've got a couple of bedrooms or whatever it may be, but they're saying, look, I'm quite keen to renovate to add an office or an extra bedroom or an extra dwelling um, at the back of my house um, on uh, to make it a home office because from now I'm going to be working a lot more from home. Yeah, look, I think, you know, remote working, working from home was such a huge topic um, over the last couple of years. Everyone realised whether they could do it or couldn't do it um, during lockdown. And the beauty is if people have that little bit of extra space, they know, hey, do you know what, life and work will be very different. So let's maximize this and create a little space, whether it's a minor dwelling or minor renovations to create that home office and create that space that actually works for you and your family. Um, but there's you know, been countless people get in touch to uh, figure out what to do and how much to spend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, renovations is a topic in itself, which we will cover on this podcast. But just really briefly, um, Probably the big the big mistakes we say is when people we see when people are uh, wanting to renovate as overcapitalization on that. So what that means is spending too much on what you're willing to do. So what would be the first thing uh, if you were looking at you know let's say adding a home office on? What would be the first thing you do? You're going to shop around or, or get in touch with you know three or four different builders to see what the prices come back at? Yeah, I think you definitely look a minimum of three quotes. You know, yeah. some people go upwards of five and. That's probably the best starting point to get a real indication of, hey, this is what I thought it was going to cost in my head. This is the reality and this is the average of what three quotes look like because you'll get some big variances between different builders, uh, different quotes. Some will be high end extreme, some will be lower end on the on the cheap, um, finding that middle ground and finding that builder that works for you and really understands what you want, I think is the first part and first most important step. And what I would say to that is that, you know, if this is not your dream home and you are gonna move up the ladder in time, like I said, don't overcapitalize. Um, and look at resale value if you are gonna sell this at some point. What would a person that's gonna buy this like 
uh, and look for. So don't make it designed specifically for you if it's not your dream home. Make it that uh, it appeals to more than one person. Yeah, absolutely. Resale of your home if it's not your dream home is, is really key. You know, chopping up a room just to create an office, if it doesn't work, then resale is not going to be great. Um, but finding that middle ground and definitely not overcapitalizing and chucking too much cash into it, I think is once again an important part of this because it's very easy to blow the budget once you start. And lastly, um, to make the whole project run smoothly and to know your actual cost, try get a fixed price contract on it and also to try source someone that does everything for you in terms of the consents, the drawings, everything that falls under that alignment or that project manager because I tell you, you don't want to be running around doing stuff yourself for council and, and doing all the odds and ends and the plumbing, finding that, find someone that will do everything under their umbrella. Oh, absolutely. You think of the stress that if you try to do it by yourself and manage it and the time and the extra cost, the reality is if you started at day one and had a project manager that did it all, far easier process. Absolutely. Listeners, um, any questions on this podcast on renovations, um, please get in contact on the social platforms or website or emails. Um, other than that, stay tuned for more educational pieces, guests, uh, and anything or any feedback you want to um, chuck at us, please get in contact. Any topics you want to talk about, we're more than happy to do. BTF boys, over and out.